0: Praise the Lord, church. The Lord. I tell you what, it's, uh, everybody's already preached my message this morning. Amen. <laughs> <Evening>. have. <Yeah. laughs> it's always good to be confirmed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is. Amen. <laughs> A few days ago, I come home from work, and uh, I told my wife, I said, man, I have been hearing this all day long. Uh-huh. Come on. And I said, it's coming from Joshua somewhere. Of course, we think of Joshua, we think of, the walls, of Jericho. walls of Jericho. And God got to dealing with me and leading me to other scripture, and, and, and he throwed one in my heart. I went to that scripture, and then I backed up from that Amen. and found the scripture Amen. that is for this message today. Amen. It's for someone here today, if not everyone, because the testimonies that I've heard already today just goes right along with it. And if you put it in the back of your mind and think about it on a daily basis, it goes right along with it. Amen. On everything that we do, everything we've said or heard, this goes with your thoughts. Amen. In Joshua 10, verse 8, The Bible said, And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear them not, for I have delivered them into thine hand. There shall not a man of them stand before thee. Joshua therefore came unto them suddenly and went up from Gilgal all night. And the Lord discomfited them before Israel and slew them. With a great slaughter at Gibeon yeah, and chased them along the way that goeth up to Beth Haron, and smote them to Azekiah and unto Mechadiah, I think's the way you would pronounce that. And it came to pass as they fled from before Israel, and were in the going down to Beth Haron, that the Lord cast down great stones from heaven. Wow. Upon them oh my. unto Ezekiah, and they died. There were more which died with hailstone than them whom the children of Israel slew with the sword. Praise the Lord. Church, y'all pray for me today that I can bring this the way I feel it. God, we ask you right now in Jesus' name. Use me as your vessel today, God. Let me bring this out as you give it to me, Lord Jesus. Let us look into the spiritual side of this scripture. Even though it happened, Lord God, in the, in the carnal way, in the man's side of it. But Lord Jesus, we need you today. I ask you right now in Jesus' name that you would move up and down these pews, God. Touch each each and every heart here, every mind, Lord Jesus, every soul, God. Let your spirit move through us today, Lord. In your holy name we pray this. Amen. This is a story about when uh, there were five kings of the Amorites. And Gibeon was a great city. Apparently, it was wicked at one time. Of course, we know a lot of wicked cities now, but it was a wicked city at one time, and they had turned and made peace with Israel and with the children of Israel. So apparently, the Amorites wanted that city, and it made them mad because they turned from their way to God's way you can go. you figure out in your life that when you start to turn to God Amen. things will come against you sure. but these, the king of Jerusalem, the king of the Amorites of Jerusalem called four other kings said, y'all come here let's discuss how we going to handle this situation That's Right. so they decided to make war against Gibeon. Okay. They knew about Joshua. They knew, they I guess, what they thought he could do, which we know it's not Joshua. No, not Joshua. No. But they decided they would come against Gibeon, all their forces, all their war heroes, their, their soldiers, whatever. And once they did this, the Gibeonites sent a servant to Joshua yep, right. and said, Come to us quick, slack not. Yep. We have five kings and their armies coming against us to, to uh, destroy us. Yes. So with all the things that they did when they come to Joshua, and I just read the scripture. And Joshua, and the Lord said unto Joshua, fear them not. Fear them not. And at the end of the scripture, when God sent the stones from heaven, my thought that day I come home and told London, this has been in my mind all day, I've been hearing it, is a step above and beyond. Come on. That would be what God does For us a step above and beyond our expectations. Above and beyond beyond what we think God can do. That's right. Amen. He can show us things through visions of hell. Yes. He'll go a step and beyond Mm -hmm. to show you what you need. Amen. Amen. He will let you hear the word that you have to have for your salvation. So these kings knew about Joshua. They knew how he destroyed mm-hmm. Jericho and Ai. It took them two attempts for Ai. Yeah. They did. But they did it. They did it. it may take you two attempts sometimes to get rid of something in your life. Amen. But you can do it. Amen. That's right. God will go with you. He'll go a step above and beyond for you yeah. to deliver you from whatever your king is that's in your life. Yes. All through the Bible, through the Old Testament, you can see where God did these things. From Moses parting the Red Sea. All the things that happened with Elijah. Yep. All of our great prophets. He went above and beyond, and beyond. Yeah. everything yeah. that we could even think about. So as time goes on, uh, the world populated more and more. Then everything went AY. We had one group of people that said, well, this is the way it's going to have to be. This is what's going to have to happen. The Pharisees thought they had to rope around God. They were going to tell everybody what you got to do, tell you how to live, everything about it. God decided, no, I'm going another step. This is not the way it is. I'm in control of this thing. I have my people. He went another step above, and he created Jesus. As he taught in this world, 33 or so years, all the things that happened while he was alive, it's been many of healings in the Old Testament, but no one saw actually who did it. So Jesus began to walk in this world, preach, teach, teach, do all good things for the people and everybody could see who was doing it Mm -hmm. as he went another step above as a little woman come to him one time with the issue of blood from 12 years years. if I could just touch that hem I would be made whole it's another step above and beyond Beyond. what we can do as human beings We can't heal ourselves. Yeah. You depend on a doctor, I guess. Mm-hmm. He really don't heal you. No, no he don't. God doesn't. But heal God you. healed that that lady that day. Amen. Whatever your issue, your blood is. I promise you, He will heal that. Yeah. If you have just a little faith, it don't take but a mustard seed of faith, and He will heal. Sometime it wasn't good enough, I guess, for some people to believe. Yeah, right. We've heard a lot of testimony this morning about things. Sometimes it's not enough that, that you can hear a story and believe it. Sometimes you have to see it to really believe it. Doubting Thomas had to yeah. feel the nail scar hands. Yes, he did. I had to see it. I didn't to touch it. But blessed are those who do not. Thank you, Lord. All the miracles that he did. When he walked in this world, he went a step above and beyond for us. Yes, he did. Heal the blind, make the lame walk. Yes, he did. Raise the dead. Yeah. Yeah. amen. Who could do that beside God? None but God, nobody but, None God. but God. Then we had to have a salvation. We had to be redeemed from our lives, from our sinful way. We had to have someone to come in. God looked all through heaven, all through the center of the earth, could not find not one worthy when he created Jesus. That's it. He is the only one that could redeem us through his blood. The only blood. The only blood. He went a step above and beyond Jesus did. that night in the garden. When the soldiers come and got him, he knew what was fixing to happen. But he said, I'll take these beatings. I'll shed my blood for my people. I'll take the stripes for their healing. He'll go a step above and beyond for you and for I. Then he went another step when they hung him on the cross. As he said, Father, forgive them. And then he said, it is, finished. it is finished. A lot more went on on that cross that day than we can realize and we'll know. We understand some of it, but not all of it. But then he went another step when he was raised from the grave on the third day. Uh-huh. There was a lot of things come out of that tomb. Oh, my, yep. my, yes. A living God come out mm-hmm. that is never going to die. He's always been. And it will always go another step for you. Yes, it will. It's a lot of churches around that preach Jesus. But they don't preach it the way Pentecostal preach it. They know he's, he's alive. They know he come out of a grave. But they don't understand what happened that day. They don't understand that when he... Was standing, The, the men were standing and watched him ascend into heaven. They don't understand what come back Amen. as the Holy Ghost is that comforter. They can't see that far in the future that we do have a comforter in this world. It's called yes, God. It's called the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he went a step above and beyond to prove it to us when he Amen. came back from the grave and appeared to his disciples. Yep. He didn't have to do that. He could leave it up to faith, like we have today. But he wanted to show his people he was alive. He did. A step above and beyond when he went for us. Amen. He sure did. Your enemies. Whatever the five kings are in your life. They don't have to be there. He brought a deliverance with him. He brought something to us that we can't get ourselves. It took him to die for us, to raise for us, to come out of that grave for us. That's a step above and beyond anything any man can. Can think about. Now. Let's turn the table. He wants us. To go a step above and beyond. He wants us. To believe. All of these things that he did. He wants us to believe. In the Holy Ghost. He wants us to believe. In Jesus name. Baptism. He wants us to go a step above Thank you, Lord. our life Amen. beyond what we think we can do as a, as a human being Amen. for our salvation. How can you save yourself? You can't. It takes God to go a step above and beyond for you he Now he wants you to do the same for him. Amen. He loves you. Amen. He loves what you do. He loves when you say Jesus. Amen. He loves the sound of your voice when you worship him. Amen. He loves you to come to him. Amen. And he waits, and he waits, and he waits. And sometimes I feel like we're just a little puppet on a string. He lets us dance around. But my friend, when he calls you, when he draws you with his spirit, when he takes that other step, he wants you to come. He's drawn some people in this building today. Amen. This day, he has drawn some people in this building. Why have you not been in the altar? Come on. Why have you not come to him why did you not take that step? Why did you not get out of that pew and come to the altar? Is it embarrassment? Is that one of your kings? Is that one of the spirits that holds you down? You're ashamed? Is that one of them? No way. What is it? After. After the battle. After you have you've gotten rid of all your stuff, after you've been delivered from all the stuff, after you come to God, after you have gotten the Holy Ghost, after you have been baptized in Jesus' name, after everything that you fought. Let's go back to Joshua. Oh yes. Let's go to ten and twenty four. The five kings knew they were being defeated. Okay, they knew they they'd been whipped. Their armies was they were gone. God had done destroyed them. The hailstones, whatever Joshua did after that, when the sun stood still, so they could win their battle. Amen. They were destroyed. Everything was gone. Your enemy can be destroyed. Amen. You can bring them to God, he will destroy them for you. They will die. But their leader, their king. The Bible said they run into a cave to hide. They was getting away from the war. Your king may run somewhere else. Come on. After you come to God, but he's still alive. He didn't die yet. Yeah. Don't let it come back on you. That's right. Listen to this scripture. Come on. And it came to pass when they brought out those kings, Joshua had told them, go get the kings and bring them to me. Out, yes. That's like God telling you, bring your kings to me. I'm back. the one that can destroy it. Nice. I'm the one that can take care of them. The Joshua said, bring them to me. They brought out those kings unto Joshua that Joshua called for the men, all the men of Israel, and said unto the captains of the men of war which went with him <laughs> Praise near. the Lord. Glory. Come near. Come near. Come near. Pull your feet upon oh, the necks oh, of the game. kings. And they came near and put their feet upon the necks of them. And Joshua said unto them, Fear not, nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage. For thus shall the Lord do to all your enemies against whom you fight. Why would you... Not trust God Amen. to fight your battle. Amen. Why would you not trust God to heal your body? Amen. Amen. Why would you not trust God to take care of your problems, Amen. to fight your enemies, Amen. to win your battles? Somebody said one time, a little phrase. I, I don't even—I don't know where I heard it or who said it. Why would a loving God send you to hell? Come on. Why would you want to go to hell with a loving God? He don't send you. When He's gonna fight everything you have to have fought. He will win your battle for you. He will go a step above and beyond for you. He will love you through everything you've ever done. Don't think you've ever done anything that God won't forgive you for. He will go that step for you. Uh-huh. Come on, Sister Crane. Amen. Under my feet. So, Church, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can receive it. He's still in that business. If you have the Holy Ghost. And an enemy is coming against you. You can get rid of them. Come back to the altars. These altars are for the saints, really. The sinners are invited, but they are for the saints. Let the Holy Ghost deal with your heart. Let God draw you to the altar. But don't not come when you feel that Spirit bringing you toward the altar. Get up and come. Let God defeat your enemy. Be of good courage. The altar is open if anyone wants to come and pray. And just ask God to be with you. To help you along in your life. To fight your enemies. To win a war against evil. That's what he's about. He did everything good, nothing bad. He's still in that business. But he wants us to turn to him for everything we need. Let him do the supplying. Don't think for ourselves. Don't try to make a plan of salvation that we can get to heaven. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come unto the Father except he be drawn by the Spirit. Let the Spirit of God draw you. Pray for that. Pray for that. How important is your salvation? How important is God in your life? How important is it that we bypass hell? we really believed in that place, I think we'd be stopping traffic and telling them it's a hell coming. High important. Sister Frank.